Hello everyone, happy Sunday. Welcome back to Life Short Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. I have not said that in weeks, I feel like. I am so here for a very chatty episode. Oh, sorry, the podcast mascot wants to come in. Hello? We good? Are you gonna stay here? Or are you gonna... Yeah, you gonna stay? My dog loves the sofa that I film the podcast on. As soon as I sit up from filming the podcast and go and like sit on my office chair... Oh, he's not interested. Okay, he's picked the floor. This chair is like Borg. If you've never seen the TikToks, I post like clips of the TikToks, as clips of the podcast on TikTok. And I sit on this like white Borg chair. It's not necessarily that soft, but the blanket that I have on me right now is like the softest thing in the whole entire world. Um, and yeah, and the second I'm up from this chair, it's his. <laughs> I have a peppermint iced tea today. Well, kind of iced. A peppermint cool tea. She's not super iced but she's good she's nice um and yeah i am so here for a chatty episode i just filmed the delayed gratification episode which i loved i love um the context in it the contents in it even and i think it's really helpful um and i really enjoyed researching into it and kind of like seeing how we can actively make that choice between instant and delayed gratification but it was heavily researched if you've listened to the episode i don't know if it's obvious but episodes like that make me a bit uh not that I don't like filming them, but like I'm not great at reading and then like having my own take on it and then going back to it. Like, oh my God, when we're in uni or school and they're like, there's like notes on the, not whiteboard, what are them things called? Like projector screen things. Um, and they're like, yeah, like take your own notes. I can't take my own notes. And it's a similar thing. I can't look at something and kind of like read it and talk at the same time. Um, Cause you know, dyslexic. So they always make me a bit more, angsty filming them because I'm like is this good like am I not chatting enough so I'm so excited to sit here and just chat oh sorry how's my lip (laughs) I'm very thirsty I love if you're not on a peppermint iced tea hype go home although I also want to try way more iced tea vibes because I love tea I love herbal teas but I just don't drink them because I'm not a hot I'm just not a hot drinks person full stop really so I never drink teas but I love them like peppermint tea is my favorite thing ever it always helps my stomach it always de-bloats me but rarely do I ever want to sit with a cup of hot peppermint tea and I won't finish it whereas you could give me a whole fucking I make like bulk of peppermint tea in like a big glass bottle and I could easily sit and down the whole thing it's so yum it's so fresh also random but I also love mojitos now which, like, I haven't drank mojitos recently, but me just being, like, all fresh. I was always a really, like, sweet gal. You know, give me a porn star. Give me a, I don't know, like, a strawberry duck. I love mojitos now. They're, like, probably my go-to drink after, like, an April or, like, a rosé. But, like, I would say those three are on par. Like, April or mojito, I'll be like, oh, what do I want? What do I fancy? Whereas that never, ever used to be the case. Anyway what have I been grateful for recently? So I, oh, sure. I'm actually really grateful for this is really random. So I was just making this peppermint tea. We know I love a niche gratitude and I was like, oh, it's a bit weak. If you know, I film the process of me making my podcast drink on TikTok and I was like, oh, that's a shame. It's turned out a little bit weak. I used two tea bags. 
And then I went to put the tea bags in the bin and I like, squeezed them with my hand because I let the tea cool down so it was cold. And I just squeezed it and now it's like the perfect amount of concentrate. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so I'm grateful for that. There was something else I just thought of um, before I started filming. Oh, I have been back and forth with this backpack that I want. So currently when you're listening to this, I'm in Costa Rica. Woo! I'll be here for a month. Um, I think I only have a week left by the time you're listening to this one actually. But I have, yeah, I need like the perfect travel backpack because I have taken like three bags um, on three different trips with my hand luggage. And you know, I'm a content creator, right? I carry a lot of stuff on me. Like I've got my laptop because everything, there's a lot of stuff that has to go in my hand luggage as well. So my laptop always, my iPad always, obviously always have my camera. That's not that big. But then I have like a camera bag that has like my leads in it, all of my camera batteries, because obviously you can't put them in your bag. You can't put batteries in a check-in bag. I don't actually know where that is, but obviously you can't. And then it has portable charger because again, can't go in a thing and obviously you need a portable charger on you. And that's before I even have snacks for the plane, random bits and bobs, my Lucy and jelly cat my water bottle like it's already full laptop ipad camera camera uh bag portable charger like i'm not joking every bag i've taken on holiday recently has ripped i took imogen's bag to bali because i thought it was a good one i ripped it i took my mom's like semi designer bag ripped it like nothing can take the weight of my stuff so i've been on the hunt for like the perfect backpack and I found this brand called Nor Nordace, I think, N-O-R-D-A-C-E. And they have smart backpacks. And it's not even the, the smart that intrigues me. They just look like they pack perfectly. They just look like a really functional backpack, right? And they're like uh, sustainable, they're really minimal, they're ideal. They're what I wanted. But the bag is £101. And they have this charger in them. And my boyfriend Googled it and it was like, you have to disconnect the charger before you get on the plane, blah, 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 blah. And it didn't say on the website, if you disconnect it, if it's a power bank, I didn't really get it. And I just didn't know if it was gonna be worth it. Um, so I just put it on my story and I said, does anyone by any chance have one of these bags? Are they worth it? And someone had one of the bags. I don't know why, because the brand has a lot of followers on Instagram, but I just didn't think like, they're quite practical. Um, and the girl had got it as a gift. So she was like, I don't know if it's worth it because I didn't pay for it. But yeah, and I got to ask all the questions that I wanted about it. And I was like, wow. Um, and I'm just really, really grateful that someone's seen that story that had one of the bags because I just had no idea if I wanted it or not. And I've decided mm, I probably don't need it. Like I'm still looking, it's not the price that bothers me. Like I, I will pay 80 quid for a good backpack because it's gonna get its use, right? I'm gonna use it every day until the end of the year. I've got a lot of trips coming up and if it lasts, hopefully I can bring it on all of my trips. So it's not the price, it's just like the, was it a gimmick almost, you know? Anyway, th this is not a fucking backpack review podcast, but I was just really grateful that someone was able to chit chat to me about it. And lots of people have given me other backpack recommendations. And I, I think I just need to get it out of my head that if I want to be, a practical queen which I really do I'm done with having bags making me feel overwhelmed and not zipping up and breaking then I can't be an aesthetic queen and I think I've just got to swallow that really don't I so yeah that's my current dilemma but I'm super grateful I got to chat it out with someone what else am I grateful for I'm grateful for myself for filming this second podcast today because after this I've got two more to pre-film and I'm done so 
and they should be relatively easy ones to film and plan. So kudos to me. Congrats to me. Anyway, so, oh, the journal prompt. The last episode was the tarot card one, and I don't know what the journal prompt's going to be for that one yet. I think it's like a what area of your life are you looking for guidance in? Like, if you could ask a tarot card, a tarot card reader anything, what would it be? Um, if it's not that, ignore me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, so, obviously, I just had a career one done. Maybe just like a general... I don't know. Where do I need guidance in my life? Maybe, oh no, that's career. I don't know. Maybe just like a general life. Is there any, because my tarot, because in my tarot cards, obviously, I can mention now because it's gone up. She said about like chakras and how I really, like there's a block there. And I really am being called to like look into Reiki and look into balancing my chakras and just all of that. Maybe just like a, something like that. Is there another obstacle that I need to look into? Am I on my way? Um, am I practicing the things that like align to me? Maybe? I'm not sure actually. I would ask that, but I feel like that's maybe a bit like uh, not niche enough. Maybe like friendships or maybe about like travel. But there's nothing else I feel like I really need answers to. I don't want to know about my relationship because if I don't marry my boyfriend, then I'll just be so upset. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe just like general life guidance. That's not that. If any of you answered that, I would tell you that was a bad answer. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. Finding yourself. This episode is all about finding ourselves. What a fucking bullshit topic that is. Um, now, why do I think it's a bullshit topic? And if I do think it's a bullshit topic, why am I making a podcast about it? So, I don't think the concept of... Right, I'm just going to start speaking. I think you're forever finding yourself, which is why I think it's a semi-bullshit goal to set. Or is that a reflection of me having not found myself yet? I don't know, not feeling fully found, but I just think we're ever growing beings, we're ever changing. So for our finite goal to be to find ourselves seems contradictory because I don't know if I ever will find myself in a finite way that nothing that I have found changes. I mean, I'm 21, so I think that's why I think that. Because I probably thought I'd found, I, I don't, I never, I've never thought, um, I've never thought found, I've never thought found, I've never felt as found, if you will, as I do right now. Like now I feel like I really kind of live to the values of my true self. Like if I don't want to do something, I won't do it. I don't think I really do things to like fit in anymore. I'm more than happy like leaving a night out early, not going to a party speaking up on something I'm interested in that someone else might not be interested in. Like, I feel like I know myself more now than I ever have. But I feel like if... I'm, like, I just feel like I've changed so much throughout my whole life. Every year, I feel like a new person. Like, last summer, I probably felt like I'd really found myself. And I feel like I've stepped into that even more. So I think that's what I'm saying. To have to be... To have to find yourself as your finite goal. And like, 
exactly who you are and to not be open to that changing I think is not something that we should be striving for. I should stick to my notes more because when I'm writing I feel like I can really articulate myself which is funny because I'm dyslexic but I've wrote here um, I feel the most me I ever have so I guess you could say I feel the most found and the most listened to by myself. I'm able to distinguish between what I want to do, what I think I should do, and what I absolutely do not want to do. I think I have a really clear vision of my higher self, which is what I think helps me distinguish these things as I'm able to see where I want to be. I obviously can't say that I've found myself and that this version of me that is found won't change. I don't see it changing as much as it has in the past, but I feel, because I feel the most sure of myself now, and feel the most aligned to my true self, but based on past experiences of that changing, obviously I'm aware that this could change. It can change because of heartbreak, simply more life experience, which might teach me something that I hate, might teach me something that I love, might teach me something that, something I thought I once hated, I actually do love. Tragic life events can completely change the person that I think I am. Financial state could completely change my whole entire life around. So I'm saying that who I am now, I'm very aware, could flip upside down and change within a heartbeat. Who I am now is also, I think, so dependent on my surroundings. Simply moving out and living by myself or living with someone completely new that I've never lived with before could completely change me, could change... The way I experience things could change things that I enjoy, could open my mind up to different experiences that could change the way I am completely. So, I don't think the goal should be to find ourselves... My dog is literally having a dance party on the floor, I'm so sorry. So, I don't think the goal should be to find ourselves in our early 20s and use that as our Bible, because in my opinion, it's ever-changing. So I guess what I'm trying to say is to not hold on to one version of yourself and having finding yourself as the finite goal. Because I think you'll be disappointed when you have to do the whole process over again when a major or not so major life event occurs that changes who you are. The goal should be able, the goal should be able to be to listen to your needs and wants in the present moment and take care of them. Figure out what your highest self in this moment looks like and act accordingly. The ultimate goal is to be aligned with your true, most authentic self, to connect the, the mind and the body and to feel what you want. To be able to tune into your true self in that moment and act accordingly. If your goal is to find yourself, you're putting limitations on yourself. And if your goal is to be in tune with your mind and your body, you're allowing room for growth while acting in accordance to your true self. Lots of acting in accordance there. But for the sake of this episode, let's refer to this as finding yourself. Let's refer to the power of being able to listen to yourself and connect to your most authentic self as finding yourself. Because con contradictory, con contradictory to everything I just said, I do think we need to find ourselves in a more generic sense. What do we enjoy? What values do we hold? What do we want from this life? If you could be anything, what would you be? How to be okay with you and not care about what other people are doing. So, how the fuck do we begin to find ourselves? There's a lot of different random tips in here and I'm probably just going to throw them out towards the video but I have a good list here of some that came to mind when I started writing down. I need a foot and sip of peppermint tea, I do. So good, so, so good. I've got a twitch in my neck. Okay, so number one, don't be so hard on yourself. 
While you're in school, I think it can be hard to find and hold your own sense of self and identity because you want to fit in and you want to have friends for ease. And it takes a pretty wise, like 15 year old to be that self-aware that they would rather sit alone and be true to themselves and sit on a table with friends and keep themselves there to make it a bit easier for themselves. And I don't think necessarily at that age, that's like the best thing to do. Like that shouldn't be your goal. Like having friends for ease in school, even if you're like just trying to fit in a little bit, is natural and that's the way it is. So obviously when we're coming into our 20s is when we're starting to find ourselves a bit more, when we're away from our school friends, when we're going to uni, when we're moving out. So like, be be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up that you don't already, oh my God, my dog is literally going crazy. Don't beat yourself up that you don't already feel found because like I said, any younger would have been a weird time to start. <laughs> I also just put here, I think this is the first thing to recognize here, how much a good group of friends can help you in finding yourself. Because if you were in school and you were 15 and you are surrounded by a group of friends that you felt like, 100% yourself with like maybe you would have started finding yourself sooner because being comfortable in a group of friends allows you to like open up and talk about things that you might not know if they agree with but like you don't feel judged like a group that you feel really safe in I think allows you to start finding yourself at an earlier age but don't beat yourself up if that's not what you've had that's definitely not what I had and that wasn't down to my own friends that was down to me myself and I really I didn't have anyone else to blame I just didn't want to I was just very much doing things that I thought I should have done. Simply start trying to listen to your instinct. I think deep down, we all know when we're comfortable or uncomfortable in a situation. You know deep down, if you want to go to this party tonight or if you want to stay in, you don't even have to act on it yet. Just tune in. Listen to that little voice in your head when someone mentions something. You'll instantly know what you want to do. And then your brain will go, this is what you should do. Or will they think this if you do that? Or you might see like a poster up in a coffee shop about like a mindfulness retreat and none of your friends might be into that. But just note that, you know, your eyes light up a little bit when you see something like that or whatever it is, just start listening to that instinct. You don't even have to act on it yet. Just start realising that that's there and that your sense of self and your own identity is within you. It's not something you really have to go and start finding and doing all of these crazy things to... You know, you don't have to travel the world to find yourself. Just start listening to your instinct. Number three, try new things. Get out of your comfort zone. So even if you don't want to say no to things yet, number one, go and listen to my episode and saying no. It's okay to say no. But even if you don't want to, you can start saying yes to things. The idea of, if the idea of dance, football, photography, meditation interests you, go and try it. You literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain friends new experiences finding out whether you like something or not even if you don't like it that's a good thing you know that about yourself the more you start to find out and know about yourself the more you can act on that because like i said you have instincts about oh that sounds like something i would enjoy that sounds like something i might not enjoy but going and actually trying these things will let you know what parts of that you do and don't enjoy and what parts of like yourself you need to push outside your comfort zone for example, you might have actually really enjoyed the dance lesson, but not the break before or after because you don't really like talking to new people. Or maybe you didn't like the bus ride there by yourself. Or you know what I mean? Like just going and doing these things will teach you so much about yourself. Keep it simple. 
if something feels good, do it. This is my number one piece of advice always. And if you listen to my tarot card episode, this is actually something she, um, the reader had said to me that like, if you have inspiration in the moment, if you have motivation in the moment, do that then, like do what feels good in the moment. You will quickly realize what gives you energy, what drains your energy and when to pay, where to pay more attention to, like what to give more of your energy to. If you are simply keeping it simple, do you want to come here? Oh yeah, I actually do. I actually do want to do that. Do you want to come here? Actually, I'm really enjoying sitting and like doing this by myself, just doing this thing by myself. If you just keep it so simple, don't overcomplicate it. You don't have to wake up at 6am and journal every day. If you're literally just starting to try and find yourself, keep it super simple. Do things that feel good. Don't do things that feel bad. How easy does that sound? Stay self-aware. Do try and journal. Now, this is what I mean. You don't have to flip your whole entire life routine upside down. You don't have to wake up 6am, journal, go for runs, meditate, X, Y, Z. Like, you don't have to magically turn into this spiritual guru overnight to find yourself. But staying self-aware and journaling could be really useful because then you have to be really aware of what feels good and what doesn't, what your heart and soul craves and what drains it. Like, daily and weekly reflections on, like, oh, this week, like, my soul lit up on fire when I was in that dance class. But I really hated, like, going on that hike or, like, going out for drinks or, like, I really loved, like, making my own breakfast every morning. Like, wh whatever it is, like, there's no right or wrong answer. Just keeping record of what really gave you energy that week and what really drained it. Like, for me, sitting, filming these podcasts and just, like, talking and not really having much of guidance, just like, I love that so much, it gives me, I just love it, sitting down with an episode that like, has loads of research to it, it doesn't light my soul up filming them, because like I said, I'm not great at reading off notes, but like, I love the planning process of it, and I love it when people say it helps them, but I know that like, filming them is going to drain my energy a little bit, so just like, being aware of that, and having a record, number six, Figure out what your higher self looks like. What truly excites you in capital letters? Sorry, bang, bang, bang. Not what you think you should be doing. What excites you? No one else is going to see this. Go extreme. If there's anything you could be doing right now, what would you be doing? What does your crazy highest self look like? Or what does your most authentic self look like? Because I think that's how we start to find ourselves is like right now in this moment if you could be anything if you could be doing anything if you could be acting in any way what would that look like because that's you that's how you start to find yourself number seven forget other people finding yourself has nothing to do with anyone else fuck them forget them if you're trying to find yourself you cannot worry about what your friends are going to think if you go to this new dance class alone. You can't worry about what your friends are going to think if you start, like, changing up your style and stop, start, like, start not dressing to trends. You can't worry about what someone on the bus is going to think of you. You can't worry about what people on social media are going to think about you. You just can't... You'll never be truly you if you're always worrying and always acting in a way that other people are going to want you to. Because... Just imagine, I know I always say this, imagine you get to your rocking chair, right, and you're 80 years old and you think, I really loved that dance class, but like that one person in the class, like, 
definitely looked at me funny, definitely thought I was weird, so I never went again, but I just really loved it. That is such a shame. I think this topic's funny, and I was almost reluctant to do an episode on it, because it's just like... I don't know, it's such a big topic, but to me, it's just so simple as well. Like, what else is there to it? The topic is massive, and I could go on forever with ways to find yourself, tips and tricks, but in reality, if you want to live in line with your most authentic self, it's so easy. Like, the concept of it is just so easy. Maybe, depending on your circumstances, maybe not always so easy to act upon it, or maybe you're scared to act upon it, but in essence, you listen to your gut, and you do what makes you feel good. The logistics of it, like I said, could be hard, if that means cutting someone out, or, you know, cutting someone off, or quitting a job, or anything that's a bit scary, or even just, like, learning to trust yourself, that you know what makes you feel good, but, like the concept of it. You know what feels good. You know what activities you enjoy and don't enjoy. And if you don't, again, you just go and give them a go. Like you just have to trust yourself enough that you've got your own back and you trust your instinct because it's there for a reason. You know what feels good to you. And it's okay that what makes something else, someone else feel good, what someone else enjoys, you don't, like, that is okay, imagine how fucking boring the world would be if we were all the same, if we all enjoyed the same thing, there'd be no fucking room in dance class, do you know what I mean, like, you're you for a reason, and no one else is you, and you have to remember that, no one likes you because you're like someone else, and that's something that I have definitely struggled with in terms of my job because I'm like oh like they did this video and they got this many views and then they must have earned this much money or they're doing this on TikTok and they're growing really fast or their audience is really engaged because they've done this this is how they've built a really same really strong community let me follow and it's like no 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 no. although that TikTok strategy worked for them that doesn't mean that's your that's not your path that's not going to work for you no one wants like, yeah, they're doing fashion videos, but they're following them for fashion videos. No one's following... Well, maybe some of you are following me for fashion videos, but that's not my forte. But do you know what I mean? There's a reason people like you, just as there's a reason people like me in real life, but there's a reason people follow me online. And that's not because I'm like... I don't know. Give me a... Give me an influencer. Why can't I think of any influencers? Like, me and Tia. Like, I could sit and compare myself to Tia all day long, but you follow Tia because she's Tia, and you follow me because I'm me. And that's the same with your friends. If you're struggling to get on with someone at school, don't pretend to be like their best friend because they've already got a friend like that. They want to be friends with you for you. And just remember that. Like, no one's, no one else is you. So show, show up and show out as yourself because as cringe as it is, like, that's the reason you are the way you are. No one does you as well as you do you. So what's that quote like? being yourself is your super superpower or something i don't know <laughs> this was a good point here i put you know before you even do it it might take a while to trust yourself and let go of other people's thoughts but you know deep down what you want to be doing and then i put oh and i guess you've got to be happy alone <laughs> this should have gone in my tips earlier 
Um, that's key, I think, because you need time to reflect. You need time to date yourself. You need to fill your own cup. I have a whole episode on this and it's probably arguably the most important thing to finding yourself is like dating yourself and just being so happy alone because once you're happy in your own company and you're confident you're you can bring that to other people and you can bring that to the activities you want to try like really finding yourself is like rooted in just like trusting yourself and being confident and being happy by yourself you can't find yourself if you're codependent on someone else or if you don't love yourself because everything you find out about yourself you're gonna resent and you're gonna hate um like finding yourself i'm fucking loud as fuck i am i'm loud and some people probably find it annoying but you can't find yourself and accept yourself until you you can't find yourself until you accept yourself kind of thing like there's no point trying to dig deep and like find out who you are as a person until you know you're going to be okay with what the outcome is like not you're not that you're going to dig, dig down and be like oh i'm a bitch but you know what i mean like maybe you want to be a really confident person or something like you can obviously become more confident but if you're naturally just a bit more reserved and a bit quieter and you're naturally not a big personality you've got to be okay with that like i'm loud but i'm an introvert and people out of the two i think people would probably say introvert is like the bad one do you know what i mean like everyone wants to be extroverted to be extroverted sounds like a good thing to get your energy off other people you know you're like the light of the party you probably make friends easier but that's not the case so if you're not going to be happy with the outcome, don't start finding yourself. Really, like, root it in, like, self-love and self-worth. I've got an episode on body confidence and self-love with Charlotte. I've got a whole episode on self-worth. And I've got a whole episode on dating yourself. And the most important, I would say dating yourself. Because, yeah. We've got to be happy alone. We've got to fill our own cup. Like, so important. Opening your mind is also so important. You might know what you want and what your values are, but you might never know that you love yoga, you love pole dancing, you love painting until you try. Life is here to be experimented with. Have fun and try new things because literally, why not? I wrote. <laughs> like, don't think, what if I'm bad? What if I hate it? What if like this is my fucking life calling and this is like the best time ever? What if? I think that at the, at the heart of everything I'm saying is just like to be open with yourself and to trust yourself really, isn't it? And that's probably the, the key to it is to really trust yourself when you're trying to like find yourself, like know that you know what's best for you. If you're going to go and do something else, don't let someone else be like, you shouldn't be doing that. No, I actually really want to try that. And you're right, right. I might be fucking horrible, but what if I'm fucking really good at it? And who even cares if you're good in it? What if you just really enjoy it? Um, allowing yourself to make mistakes, allowing failure, encouraging failure. Failure is growth. Like I said, going to these things and being shit at them. Learning to laugh at yourself is gonna be key if you're gonna try and find yourself, if you will. But like I said, remember this is ever growing. So if you really enjoy dance, you might come to a point in your life where you can't dance anymore. Maybe you're traveling, maybe you have a job, like something like you should always carry carry on what you enjoy or whatever, or whatever. Like you should always carry on with what you enjoy and make time for it. But just allowing that to be ever growing. So like, I, I think I'm an introvert and I think sometimes I'm like, I'm an introvert. I'm gonna go home tonight because I know I want to and I do normally want to. But allowing that to like change like if I am having a really good time or I see myself growing into an extrovert like 
don't be rooted in that like oh but i've really found myself as an introvert like allow that growth and that change because otherwise you'll do quite the opposite and you'll find yourself or you'll find someone and you'll stick to it and i don't think that's that's the ultimate goal regular communication with yourself check in with yourself like we were kind of saying earlier journaling like at the end of every week at the end of every day the end of every month like check in with how that month's gone has there been any changes like have you found something else that you really enjoy did you find out actually that thing you thought you used to like maybe partying you actually don't really like anymore or you really like going clubbing but you would rather be home for like one o'clock or you really like clubbing but only if you're going to go fill out and you don't like a half-hearted night like you want to go out once a month and you want to go out till 4 a.m and you want to have the best time ever there is no right answer i don't want you to find yourself and think that that means staying home at 10 p.m because that's what's best for you and that's what you enjoy and fuck no if you love party holidays and that is your fucking shit go for it like finding yourself doesn't have to be this weird overcomplicated spiritual journey like it can be like oh i'm really enjoying this i'm gonna do more of that keep it simple i do think you can like find yourself spirit spiritually and you can blah, 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 blah. keep it simple for now if you're on the path of finding yourself to begin with if you will finding yourself keep it simple what do you enjoy and do more of it <laughs> i've got some questions for you guys um on my Instagram and opinions. I've not actually looked at them yet. I kiss my teeth a lot when I'm filming these, don't I? I'm always like, I've not looked at them. So I'm gonna get them up because that was kind of everything I had to say. Like I said, it's a short but sweet um, topic, I think, for me, because it's, I don't know, just like, I don't think there's, it's a weird one. I feel like it's a topic there could be so much depth to, but to me, it's just like, the only way to do it is to keep it simple. Otherwise, you will overcomplicate it and never do it. Someone said, I need this. How not to worry what everyone else around you is doing. Remember, everyone's on their own paths. And that is the joy in life. Like I said, imagine how boring it would be if everyone did the same thing all at the same time. Everyone pretended they enjoyed the same things. There'd be no personality to anyone. Being, being you is your biggest strength, all right? <laughs> Embrace it. And embrace it within other people as well, I think. Just appreciate that, like, wow, you're on your journey and that is amazing. And it doesn't matter that these aren't the same. I think embracing other people's journeys is actually a really good way to do it as well. Like, not looking down on them because they're not where you are. Not looking down on yourself because you're not where they are. Embrace each other's journeys and be like, wow, this is so great. Just think about your future self. Are they going to be pissed off that you didn't do what you wanted to do because you're worrying about what other people think? Absolutely. Show up for your future self. I have zero dreams when I think about my future and I don't know how people know theirs. That's their journey. That's okay. I literally, guys, I don't know. I know where I want this podcast to be in five years. Other than that, I don't have a fucking clue. I don't know what I want to do as a career. I'm just letting opportunities present themselves as they come. And that's the type of person I think I am. I love a goal, but like a relatively short-term goal. I'm not someone who wants to live 10 years into the future because that's just not how my brain works. I've got friends who know exactly what they want to do. That's okay too. I've got friends who don't even know what they want as their next job. That's fine as well. Just don't compare. If you don't know your dream, that's okay. Open your mind to things. Like if it's stressing you out and you want to know and you're feeling like really lost because you don't know what you want to do, you have to open your mind. You have to go and try things. Even things you think you might hate. Just start 
opening your eyes. Go travelling. <laughs> Go travelling and find yourself. But just like join activities, make new friends, open your mind to more opportunities in life. But also don't compare your journey to someone else's. Don't feel like you have to know. It's okay to ride the wave, but if it's making you feel lost, open your mind, like I was saying, and go and try new things. To be honest, I think if you spend so much time purposely trying to find yourself, you never will, as you're kind of searching for something that you know, that you'll never know you'll accomplish. What? I think she's trying to say what I was trying to say. If you spend so much time purposely trying to find yourself, you never will because you're kind of searching for something that you'll never know if you accomplish it. Like, as I'm saying, it's ever changing. So if you're someone who likes a goal and likes an end date to a goal, don't set your goal as finding yourself. Set your goal as like experimenting with life, trying new activities because finding yourself isn't a finite thing. So don't set the goal if you're going to be frustrated that you can't reach it is what I was saying and is what I think she's trying to say, which I just 100% agree with. Do you ever truly find yourself? I think you live in accordance to your most authentic self. I think that's definitely a thing. I think you can find yourself, your ever-changing self, and be okay with that change and adapt and live accordingly. I don't think you find yourself finitely, but I definitely think it's a lifestyle that you should strive towards see and i feel like even though this episode is probably a bit sh gonna end up a bit shorter than the rest and maybe doesn't have as much context to it it's a topic i wanted to talk about for this reason it's hard to know where to start so i just don't bother you know it's literally not to be like patronizing or condescending i think it's the media's fault we feel like this because this is literally probably one of the easiest things that we'll ever do to simply find out who we are. So easy. Just start listening to your gut instinct and don't overcomplicate it. Don't think there's an end goal. Don't think you should be able to answer a set amount of questions about yourself. Just go and find out what you enjoy and what you like and like what your values are. Open your mind out to the world. Try new things. Like it's literally so it like so it doesn't have to be hard at all. And it doesn't have to be at a certain speed and there doesn't have to be a pressure. There's not a certain 30 day guide you should follow. Finding yourself is, like I said, like, I just feel like I'm repeating myself, an ever changing thing. It's not a goal to reach. It's not a course to take. It is simply allowing yourself to like experiment with life, allowing yourself to form your own opinions and like being okay with that. We really need to stop seeing it as like a finite goal that we're working towards because it's just not. Does knowing who you were slash what you experienced hold you back from becoming the new you? Oh, interesting. I don't think so. And I think this is what I was saying about like holding on to a certain version of you. Change within your... All change, but change within yourself as a person should be... Do you know what? Maybe it shouldn't actually even be celebrated. Maybe it should just be accepted because maybe your change came from a bad experience. And although it's a good thing to change and to develop and to grow, no, it is a good thing. So we should celebrate it. But just like not, if that stresses you out, like 
hold you back from becoming new you. I don't think you should see like every bit of growth and every change as like a new you. Sometimes it's a really good thing. It's a fresh start. You know, we have a breakup, we dye our hair. It's a new us, love it. But like new year, new me, no. Like new Monday, new me, no. Like don't put that much pressure on like finding yourself and labeling it a new you. Like I said, sometimes it could be good if we're really in need of a refresh or like we've had a light bulb moment. But if that's not resonating with you, don't label it as a new you. You're an ever-evolving, ever-changing being. There is literally a new you every day. You'll have a new outlook, a new perspective, a new mindset on a new topic every day. You don't have to always label that a new you. So does it hold you back? Only if you let it, I think. Because there's no reason it should hold you back literally unless you let it unless you're holding on to old you if you will unless you're holding on to who you were and what you experienced because i think if anything it propels you forward like what you've experienced is like the reason we grow and change it's the reason we are who we are so it's a good thing to experience things <laughs> so i don't think it holds you back i think it only holds you back if you if you give it the power to Oh, interesting. How to discover your passions with limited money. People say, people say try new things, but it's hard on a budget. So I appreciate that. Cause I've just said dance, yoga, meditation, football. Um, but I don't think you necessarily have to like, maybe you watch a video, you do like a dance class on YouTube. You watch someone's vlog of them doing something you think you're interested in. So you can see it more. Maybe you, if you're really on a budget and you've got no money, 100% where you're getting from and this tip might not be helpful. But the way I see things like this is, what's my priorities? Because, for example, I do a reformers Pilates class once a week. The class is £20. It's expensive. Like, it's really expensive. But I kind of was like, okay, £20 a week to do something I really enjoy like, I really enjoyed this class. It, like, gives me time to zone out. It's a workout that I really enjoy. Um, everything about it, like, it just makes me feel like an it girl. I just really enjoy the whole process of it. And it's £20. And I'm like, I would spend £20 on a night out in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And there's some weeks I don't go on nights out because my friends aren't here or whatever. But, like, most people, I've got, like, some solid friends who could be like, do you want to go and do something tonight? Do you want to just go and grab a Nando's, maybe go to the cinema, or grab a Nando's and just go and drive around or whatever? And I would spend 10 to £20 in a heartbeat. So that £20 for my one-hour Pilates class, I'm like, I deserve that. Like, that's my treat to me. So if it's something you do want to do, and it's not that you've got, like, no money. We're not talking student on a pot noodle budget. Budget Like, if you've got a job and you've got some money and it's something you really want to do, this comes, like I'm saying, with trusting yourself and not caring what other people think. And if it means you being like, oh, I'd actually, like, really, like, I really want to actually go and try that Pilates class to the point where, like, I would rather miss this night out this week, you have to do that. You have to listen to yourself and you have to trust yourself. Because if it's not good, well, you can go on your night out next week and it's not £20 wasted. It's £20 figuring that out about yourself that actually you would rather go on the night out. And that's the parties isn't your priority because you would enjoy the night out more. And that's fine. That's all of these things are lessons. But 
if we're talking you got no money i think you need to watch videos on it like listen to talks about it talk to someone who has done it like there's so many resources online now where you don't need to for example go to a class you don't you can just look it up on youtube or what's like an event that maybe you can't look up on youtube like what's something you can't do maybe like a pole dancing like you'd need the pole like something like that that you can't actually really do in your house um I'm not sure. I think you just have to try what's in your means. So if you have no money, okay, try different types of classes and different types of activities. Go to, rather than going to like a painting class where you can meet new people, just go and buy a canvas and see if you enjoy the process. And then if you do, maybe you can invest in it. I think it's just priorities and just trying what's in your means. And like, like I said, not putting that pressure on it that you have to go to a painting class, otherwise it's not worth it. Just see if you simply enjoy the activity first. Don't know if that was helpful. I hope it is. Um, that one's not really related. Would you say doing things you're scared? What? Would you say doing things you're scared to do alone helps? 100%. Doing things you're scared to do alone is like how you find yourself and how you find what you enjoy and how you like step into yourself. Like I said, like being confident alone and being and like being able to date yourself and being good in your own company is literally like the first step to it all. I feel like it's so hard sometimes to find yourself with the opinions of others around you. I get this. And I think this almost is like um, instant versus delayed gratification. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go and give it a listen because I think it's reflecting in that moment and being like, okay, right now I would like to stop what I'm doing because people are judging me. Or right now, I'd just like to go on that night out and not spend my money on that because FOMO, I don't want to miss out. I don't want people to think I'm boring or weird. But then stopping at that thought and like putting some delayed gratification into practice that like, actually this doesn't align with the person I want to be. And I know future me would regret this decision. And I know future me would regret listening to what other people think. And the thing is, People who, the thing is, no one gives a fuck, right? First of all, people might talk, but that's because they're talking and they're insecure themselves. Majority of the time, people don't care what you're doing. Not in a mean way, not in a people don't care about you, but like everyone is way too concerned about themselves to even really notice what you're doing half the time. So do it anyway, feel the fear and do it anyway, because we can do that, we can do hard things. But um, yeah, thinking... Uh, this doesn't align with who I am and future me would be pissed off that I acted in this way so I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna feel the fear and do it anyway right now because I know I'm gonna enjoy it later on like I know I'm gonna feel the benefit later on and that's 100% what I would rather do um and yeah if you have the opinions of people around you who are shit opinions there's probably shit people and you don't want them around you anyway so step one get rid of them um someone's asked again finding yourself that doesn't involve money i'm skin guys keep it so simple if you are interested in i don't know give me a topic that's not wellness i can't think of anything and if you're interested in the topic of anything google is there a ted talk on it is there a podcast on it listen to it if you're interested in space and that actually really intrigues you go listen to a space podcast so you can 
develop that more and feel really confident in that and like just enjoy the process of it like enjoy the process and just don't overcomplicate it you don't need to go i know i've said it a lot but you don't need to go to classes you don't need to spend a lot of money on it like i said simple if something feels good in the moment do it if something doesn't don't that is like the first step to finding yourself listening to that instinct like it just I don't know it doesn't have to be complicated it doesn't have to cost money and remember like i said it's not a finite thing it's not now or never if you're really interested in dancing but you don't have the funds for it right now don't worry you can do it in six months you can do it in a year you don't have now or never to find yourself you don't have to know right now if that's your calling in life you've literally got your whole fucking life to figure this out we're all gonna have to find ourselves all completely again when we become aunties mums grandmas like that's what i mean it's ever changing when we become someone's assistant when we have an assistant when we become the boss when we become when we go up again and work like finding yourself again in that path of life is always going to be changing so don't think that it's like a now or never thing because it's just not <laughs> um someone said it's cliche but legit People always joke about it, but I think it's the key to happiness, to be honest. And I agree, like, starting to act in a way that is true to yourself is how you're going to be happy. And that doesn't mean, like I say, cutting everybody off and going crazy. Just like, oh, no, I actually don't want to go out on Friday. And there's this film I really want to watch on Netflix and this new Cadbury Dairy Milk Bar that I really want to try. Or like, oh, people are staying in and you don't want to stay in you want to go out and this friend that you're not really friends with is going out and going and doing it anyway just like acting in a way that you want to is literally key to happiness and i just think we need to stop over complicating it <laughs> okay one more it's definitely an ongoing process there's always going to be more healing and i can't agree more as i've said before to be healed is not the goal because there will be something else that the universe slaps on your path that you have to heal from and finding yourself to be the finite goal is absolutely not the vibe. I said that wrong, but you get what I mean. <laughs> okay, I've got two journal prompts for this kind of episode. I don't know which one I'll choose for the Instagram, because obviously I've got to post one, but I can tell you guys two. And I was toying with the idea and I can't decide which one. So obviously there's quite a generic one that I'm gonna say. Who or what is stopping me from living as my most authentic self? Is it other people? Is it yourself? is it what is it if you really dig down why are you not doing things that light up your soul and if i were to do the same things that i'm currently doing in like five years time would i be proud of myself and my life and if not why not or if you would be why would you be and i'm gonna leave that there i really thought this episode was gonna be like 30 minutes but it's been 50 and it's probably 15 minutes of me saying the same thing over and over and over again. But I have a feeling you guys are probably going to really like this one. I feel like you like it when I'm just saying, like, things aren't that hard. <laughs> things don't have to be complicated. And that's exactly what this episode was. So I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you have a really lovely restful Sunday or Wednesday or Thursday or Monday, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you next week with an episode all about Reiki and chakras and energy healing and the start of my process with that, which I haven't actually started yet, but I will by the time you've listened to it. <laughs> okay, bye, love you.